0: This month, Streaming Things is brought to you by Chester Copperpot, Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car, Jose Ruben Cruz Rodriguez, Thomas Alexander, Emmy, Valerie, Stanton Valentino, Aaron Layton, Crystal Trujillo, John Collins, Ghost, Andrew Gray, Jen Robinson, Kate, Chloe Richardson, Kalisha Reeves, Kiki Newton, Kevin Strother, Jeanette Murphy, Casey McCain, and Enza.
1: Chris, I'm Andy, <laughs> I'm Steve, he's and turning, Andy's turning, <laughs> is streaming things, our coverage of The Last of Us TV show on HBO Max continues, this time with episode two, Infected, mm. Infected, uh, this episode was directed by Neil Druckmann, co-creator of the the original video game, so that's pretty nice, that's yeah, pretty cool. very cool. cool. Uh,
2: this, this episode is also infected uh,
0: with Andy. He's back. <laughs> Hi, friends.
1: That's right. I forgot he wasn't here for the first Last of Us episode. Yeah. The trio, the trifecta, the trifected The is holy here. trinity is the here. Trifected. That's right. So this episode, what we do, if you've never listened to the show before, we do digress like that quite a lot. But other than that, we have a structure. We'll talk about the episode, overall thoughts, what we thought about the, sh- the episode without spoilers. Then we'll dive into uh, a deep recap, scene by scene, of every single thing that we talked about or saw on the screen. And we just finished watching the episode. That's the shtick here. We will then go into our favorite fireflies, our top three favorite moments from the episode counting down from three to one each. And then a little segment we call bullets and pills,
2: pills, baby, where we
1: try to find things that alluded directly to the game. Maybe some clever little things you might not have noticed. Uh, Sometimes it's very overt because this is actually a very faithful adaptation, but that's the segment there. And then we'll cap it all off with our outbreak performance, our favorite performance, of the episode awarded. It's, it's like breakout performance, but outbreak. Explain it to the stupid people, Steve. I just did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's that's the deal. We're going to run right through it. Please take a moment, rate and review the, and review the show where you're listening to it. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at StreamThingPod. If you like the show and you're able to support us financially, that's awesome. Uh, you can go to Patreon.com slash StreamingThings and subscribe at a variety of tiers Alrighty. and get different bonus rewards for doing so mm-hmm. and we would love if you did that but if you can't totally understandable you can email the show at streamingthingspod at gmail.com and uh, that's the tea baby
2: your listenership is enough for us
1: that's the oh i want to say last week we didn't talk about you know we record as soon as we're done watching the episode so anything that you hear doesn't have the benefit of other people on the internet or reddit or things like that research like it's, it's all yeah. just our dumb brains yeah. So we miss a lot of things. Like, so we um, just
2: watched it. We turned it off. We closed the HBO Max app and we uh-huh. came in here and turned mm-hmm. these c- cameras
1: on. That's right, baby. Oh, Andy went to pee, I think. But other than that, we came straight <laughs> in here. Uh, and I think, you know, for instance, a couple of people wrote in or DM'd me on Instagram and said, uh, like, we missed the clicker that was on the rooftop at the end of the episode. Which, Andy, had he been here, mm-hmm. he caught it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Would have been on the show. And then something else that we missed. Oh, uh, when Ellie is discovered... Like she's getting tested by Lee, mm-hmm. the yeah. federal officer at the end. There's an audio snippet that's from the game for when somebody sees you. Mm-hmm. You know, how it's the, like the listening Whoa. noise. Yeah. that. Whoa. So oh, I, that's I, cool. I didn't catch that either uh, in the actual first run through. That's the enjoyable part
2: of a segment like pills, baby, is that you can write in and let us know if we miss any of these things. Absolutely. So we can talk
1: about them later. I was kind of treating it like a song of errors and corrections, you know? Well, yeah. Yeah. And then everybody guessed the... Uh, the big reveal, the big source of the outbreak of the cordyceps fungus Uh, all all over the internet. I saw tons of TikTok videos about how uh, Jakarta, Indonesia, which was alluded to in the first episode where the unrest began is the global seat for flour production and mills. And so maybe there was some kind of bread involvement with the cordyceps Mm -hmm. virus. That seems to be true. Um, Carbs will kill you. Because they talked about (laughs) a flower, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's why uh, Joel was on the Atkins diet Mm -hmm. in the first episode. But the reference (laughs) to the cake, the pancakes, the biscuits, the uh, the oatmeal raisin cookies. By the way, Steve, my hats off to you. I owe you an apology. You were right. Mm
2: -hmm. Hashtag never
1: eat oatmeal raisin cookies. Nope, you will turn into a zombie like creature and kill your whole family.
2: Yep, that's that's. I mean, that's just science, Steve. You don't like oatmeal raisin cookies?
1: Andy wasn't here. Oatmeal raisin is the new Heath bar. Aww. And now, no, 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 no. So here's the thing. I'm team oatmeal raisin. Thank you. Here's okay. the thing
2: the argument, this, you guys are taking my words out of context. The argument yes. was okay. not oatmeal raisin cookies are bad. It was like if you have the option of a chocolate chip cookie or an oatmeal raisin cookie, you go for the chocolate chip so cookie. So you're
1: saying 100 out of 100 times you take the chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. Betwixt those two. Yeah. Even if it's 100 days in a row on day 99, you don't want to switch it up and grab an oatmeal raisin.
0: Wow. Mm. That's just strongly. I'm not a big, just regular chocolate chip cookie guy. So I would take the oatmeal raisin about 80 out of that
1: hundred. Honestly, I'm with you. Especially if it's a fucking Keebler frosted oatmeal cookie. Have you had one of those, Steve? Mm -hmm.
0: No. Because <laughs> I also like good cookies and not Keebler cookies. <laughs> Got him, Andy. Oh, I see what he did there. I mean, we're, but yeah. what if it's like uh, white chip macadamia? I mean, you're always well, do- well, I was, well, well, I was well, evangelizing well. the white chip macadamia <laughs> okay. last he week. Yeah, he I was did.
2: evangelizing that.
0: As long as we're all on the same page, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. Yep. I'm with you, but not
2: all so cookies. We'd are all be really infected. Cool.
1: infected <laughs> yeah, in yeah. I just ate two slices of cake. <laughs> yeah, kind it of, it's kind of, it's kind of funny that and we, we
2: were pretzels. It's kind of funny. We, so we have two, uh, uh, cakes, full cakes, a strawberry cake. Is like all a up. One. I'm all
1: kicked out Sunday.
2: And it was just funny that the three of us are sitting on the couch, like housing these little cakes that we have. <laughs> and then they're like, ah, oh, the flower is where the fungus comes from and makes everyone a zombie. And mm-hmm. we're like, Checks out. Then I start, <laughs> see you on the other
1: side, brothers. <laughs> then I started clicking in bit Andy. Yeah, it's, it's on thing, his inner you know, thigh. He's bleeding. Anywho, so let's talk about our overall thoughts about episode two. Steve, take it away. What did you think? The follow up, the sophomore episode. This was a really good continuation. Uh, I really, really enjoyed,
2: you know, last week I kind of talked about how strange it was to watch the show that was being so faithful to a game. So it's like, oh, I I know exactly what's happening and they're lifting everything almost shot for shot from the game in certain sections. Yeah. But then others are changing things. Mm -hmm. And um, I really liked the changes that they made this episode. I I thought a lot of them was really, really cool. I know last week we briefly talked about how I was not sold on the tendrils. Yes and they did something in this episode that really kind of like okay i like this i do like this uh mm-hmm. and that was the idea of you know a one little tendril if you touch like it the hive mind. it has the hive mics. and then there's that shot where they're all kind of like laying down on the ground and they realize someone's over there and they all like get up and quit laying down in yeah. their
1: little moss
2: orgy and leave uh that was a cool I'll be
1: back to you later
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be back and um yeah, so I really, I, I'm coming around on it. I still am not super into like tendrils of the mouth Cthulhu monster style. Mm-hmm. I don't like that visual, but um, it, it, yeah, but but I'm coming around to it overall. But this episode was good. I, I love the characterization beats that they did with uh, Joel and Ellie. It seems like it's going to be a thing where each episode is going to open up with some type of flashback, which True. I kind of like that if that's what they continue to keep doing. But
1: overall, oh, yeah. I bet they do. Oh, that'd be awesome. I bet left behind. Like, because Riley was cast as uh, Storm Reed. That's right? the name of episode seven. He's left behind? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you think it's going to be a bottle? Is it going to be Lost Sister on seven all over again? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, no, but that episode's going to rock, though. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, if they, if they keep doing that, um, I, I really like the structure of that show because that'll, that'll open up a lot of context for the events of the show, but also to kind of open up the world and make it larger because you can see cooler things that we didn't get in the games like like this week was the jakarta
0: sequence and yeah i like that stuff Mm -hmm. overall
1: great andy what'd you think of episode two infected
0: uh i thought it was absolutely fantastic like uh, there isn't much that i could point at to say that uh, i didn't like it i thought the performances were great we got more ellie this time we only got a tiny bit of her in the first episode Mm -hmm. so i was like joel crushed it uh, so Pedro Pascal, um, mm. is embodying that character. I, I wasn't sold yet on Ellie just because, I mean, I like the actress. I just didn't mm. get to see much of her. So I got to see a lot more of it this time crushes it like a hundred percent. Perfect casting. I'm super happy with it. Um, it's, I, are you the same way where like, I, I feel myself
2: whenever Pedro Pascal's walking around in the show, I don't see it as Pedro Pascal. Not it's at like, all. Oh, there's Joel. Yes. He's like it's so weird how much he embodies that
0: character he perfectly. He really does it. embody that character. Uh he he's incredible. And uh Anna Torv as uh Tess as well. Um like I'm I, at first I was like, oh my god, it's that chick from uh Mindhunter. But other than that, I was like uh, yeah, uh, this is test. Uh, but uh, the only tiny complaints I could have are like sometimes like the outdoor shots looked a little uh, like procedurally ge- or not uh, procedural, a little green screen, little mm-hmm. green screen, a little effecty. Like you could see the budget a little bit, but uh, at, it was mostly gorgeous. So I mean, no complaints really. Uh, yeah, the episode it was fantastic.
1: Uh, I agree. I, I mean, I'm I'm fully invested. I think this is they're knocking it out of the park. Um, it's interesting the the tendrils in the mouth. There's a, a moment at the very end that I'm sure we'll get to that I really feel like you either love it or you hate it, but I, I thought the tendrils came to play in a very terrifying way, um, directly from the mouth. Uh, as that far as scene that scene sold me on the tendrils. So it's like, okay, yep, I'm good. Um it's interesting too. I read a couple things I wanna say. So the episode I loved, and I'm really excited. I saw one critic say that episode three is the best episode of television he's ever seen in his life. Uh, I think having played the game, I know what it is um, that's going to go down in that episode. So I'm extremely excited to know like that one of my favorite characters from the game has been done very well in the show. Um, but I, I haven't been I, – I like Tess. You know, Anna Torv is great. Um, I went home and thought about a lot of stuff all week though. And I was thinking, and I was actually defending the show against these criticisms online. And I started to think a lot about it, uh, like friendly wise. That's how I roll. <laughs> Just saying, so you know, I know you're used to fandoms online. Um, but I started thinking they might have a point in some ways, like about Tess as a character being kind of neutered, mm-hmm. um, in a way that I'm not sure I really like. And I don't know why they would have done that that way because Tess is, ice cold in the, in the, in the, in the game. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, and for instance, when they got rid of Robert uh, early, uh, that's fine. The way that they come out and everybody's just dead already. I get that. You don't have to play the game. So you don't need to play through that scene. But what sucked about it was that you don't get to see Tess just walk up and shoot him in the head mm-hmm. unceremoniously and really characterize her that way. Um, and there was a couple moments where they kind of just yeah, she's had her like lean her, on Joel. She's
2: almost like her own little crime boss
1: in the game. Yes, yeah. and they they kind of you know a lot of the criticisms criticisms I was reading were to the effect of uh, hey that it's really lame how they they have her lean on Joel physically so much like oh I want you to go hurt him or they're really scared of you and blah, blah. and I, I was that didn't bother me so much initially because it felt like. Joel was just her like guard dog, her muscle on a leash that she could let off whenever she wanted, and that's kind of true to the game. Yeah, but just a couple little things that I think they could have done to show you that Tess will fucking kill you, so and not even lose sleep about it, and that's a part of her character.
0: Are these criticisms based on people that have seen the whole series? No, this is just people talking about episode
1: one okay. and their initial reactions to each character. Well, if um,
0: Steve's uh, idea of like flashbacks for every episode, prove, if that proves true, we might get a shit ton more of her. True. And so there's a, obviously we're not going to get the scene that you were just talking about. We're shooting the dude in the head because that already happened. But yeah, we there's a lot that we could still see.
1: Yeah. I wonder how much of like stuff that you learn about these characters in the second game. They're going to show us flashbacks in this first season. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine some of it. Um, very interesting. I also read Steve that, cause Steve was really iffy on the no spores in the first episode. Was, would you say that that represents you accurately since Andy yeah. wasn't here? Yeah. I've read, uh, Craig Mazin say that it's not out of the question that spores could crop up in the second season.
2: Oh yeah. Cause mean in the second game the spores- and that's
1: when yeah. like they become a really important plot device. Right.
2: Uh, much more important than in, say, in the first game, because yeah. you, you were saying in the first game, they just show up like, Oh, we've got to put our masks on. Yeah. And that's really the only narrative, you know, point they make in the game in the first, but in the second game, there are like one or two instances where it does make, if
1: they're more important and, and more it, threatening. And it made me feel like they were thinking about that. Like maybe we should bring the spores, you know, maybe, it, maybe it gets worse. <laughs> um, so interesting, interesting stuff. I just thought I want to start out with all that. So anyway, yeah, we all love the episode. We're all fully on board. Uh, so the episode opens in Jakarta, Indonesia, and the only reason I knew Jakarta was in Indonesia is because I'm a huge fan of the movie The Raid. Uh, and
2: you watched the first episode when uh, Sarah said it was there? Yeah, but before that,
1: <laughs> <laughs> before that, I knew it was in Indonesia because of a uh, big fan of the Indonesian film The Raid, the directed raid by rules. Gareth Evans, uh, which takes place in Jakarta. But anywho, uh, in the this flashback in Jakarta, the police or military, I couldn't tell, show up uh, to a restaurant, and they they commandeer the day of a woman named uh, Ibu Ratna, and she turns out to be a professor of mycology. So we get a scene where she's in the car, kind of wondering what she's done wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the government's like in Indonesia, uh, but I assume it's the kind of place... Based on the show, where you can just grab somebody from a restaurant and they just kind of have to go with you, or maybe she's a very subservient woman. I don't know. Maybe uh, very chill, like, "Oh, we're going over here." I was done eating anyway. She <laughs>
2: must be well known in the area because the soldiers were like, "Hello, uh, server. Yeah, uh, we're looking for Ibu
1: Ratna. Yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> oh, she's in the corner.
1: Professor of Mycology. Yeah, she's over oh, there. She yeah. ordered a lot of mushrooms, which she's you could expect every Tuesday. Yeah, it could just be her, her her watering hole.
0: She was eating salad, which I thought was a nice little touch.
1: Mm-hmm. Not bread, you mean? Given, yeah, the, given the that is uh, a nice touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, So they they take her in essentially to examine a specimen of of fungi, fungus. Ophiocordyceps specimen. A specimen of fungus. I don't know if it's singular or plural there. Um,
0: A specimen,
1: singular, right? So of fungus. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. Uh, And yeah, she she notices something. Major (laughs) here. She notices something cool um, that the the cordyceps was like primed. I didn't see with I didn't catch with what, but it's like some kind of alcohol or something. Yeah. And she's like, why did you do that? And he says, uh, because that's what you do for samples taken from human specimens. And she said, yeah, but cordyceps can't survive in humans. And then they're like, look at this. That's what you think. Come look at this shit. So You want
2: to see a dead body? (laughs) So it
1: becomes stand by me. She examines the body. It has a bite mark on its ankle, a little fungus underneath. And then she pokes around in the mouth as you do and finds those tendrils that Steve loves. Uh, And she backs up freaking out because her whole worldview has shifted. Like, Mm -hmm. fuck. She knows. She studied this her whole life. The only reason why humans aren't dead is because this cordyceps can't affect humans. And I don't know if you, was it in the show?
2: Well, last week when the one guy kind of hinted at global warming. Yes. Yeah. 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 Causing- 94
1: degrees is their threshold. Yeah. But if the world would ever rise in heat, then we would have an issue. So it appears to be happening. Um, And anyway, they find out a a flour and grain factory had been hit first. A lot of the employees, this woman worked there, the woman of the body that they examined. She bit several people. They ended up executing all the people she bit, including her. uh, But they don't know who bit her. And there's 14 other employees missing. And that's when you can see uh, Professor Ratna's face fall completely. She's crushed. And he's like, we need you to help make a vaccine, do something. And she says, listen, very carefully. There is no vaccine. There's no cure. There never will be. We're fucked. I need to go home to my family and say, bye bye. And He's like, so what should we do? The the only Uh, cure you have is a bomb. Bomb this whole city. Which apparently they didn't do. Everyone in it. They should have done that.
2: Well, you know. It's tough. It's It's a tough call. Yeah. I I feel like a military type's like, no, we're not going to fucking do
1: that. (laughs) They needed an American there. Let's just be honest. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) <laughs> just be this way just, ahead of you, Ratna. Just, just, pull, <laughs>
0: hot damn, just say less. Just pull
2: an American general in there and then point at uh, Jakarta and say, There's oil there.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> blow it up. Done. Done. Send Arnold <laughs> Schwarzenegger in with a bunch of rescue grenades. Rescue
2: grenades for everyone. You get one.
1: You Jakarta, get one. you've been pushing <laughs> too many pencils. Ratna.
2: I hear you did a lot of fun, guy here. <laughs> <laughs> i make that joke every episode please fucking
1: do but in a different popular actor's accent i want to hear matthew mcconaughey on episode three okay study it up in a note <laughs> hey 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 um and then yeah, that's the end of that scene that's the the open there so we cut to ellie sleeping on a backpack as a pillow we've all done that we've all been there the environment looks so much like the game. It tickles it, me pink.
2: I love it because the the shot opens up where it looks like she's taking a nap in a meadow. And then.
1: Yeah, it's all peaceful.
2: The camera comes out and you realize like, no, she's in like a, a derelict a building. classroom <laughs> or a building. And there just happened to be a hole in the ceiling. And then there's just, you know, gr- uh, plant life growing in the where the sun hits. And she just happens to be like nestled in that plant life bed. Algae, perhaps grass. Maybe. Definitely some grass
1: and definitely flowers. Definitely not fungi. No. Because that would be an Could issue. Be, though. Now for her, yes.
0: Now that they've established that like the cordyceps can be kind of anywhere, I'd be staying away from any plant life.
1: Well, she'd you be laying I mean? on it, and they would all be getting eaten. Yeah. So it can't be fungi. It can't be cordyceps. Right. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Joel and Tess, uh, with the the camera kind of pans over, and we see that Joel and Tess have been standing guard all night, waiting for her to turn. Because when we last left Ellie, they just found out she was infected. Right. Uh, and she keeps saying in this scene, I'm not infected. She is but she's not immune. susceptible to turning. Right. Right. Which is funny. I wonder if Ellie bit somebody, she would infect them, right? She's a carrier, but not. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. It's she's do- an it's, asymptomatic carrier, right?
2: But it's dormant in her. It's not like alive. Sure. It's
1: just inner. What if she like burped in she... like a tendril, was like, oh, <laughs> she's like, oh, excuse me. Hello. give us a hat. <laughs> oh, hello, I'm shy. Um and you know she keeps saying she needs to go pee and joel's Joel wants to shoot her he's a survivor it's the mm-hmm. safe option. He's does I don't know anything about none of this cure shit. I don't job with your science. I'm from Texas. I got a bullet with Ellie's name on it right mm-hmm. here. And then she showed her one and it didn't say it. And she's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And he's like, it's a metaphor. <laughs> don't take me too literal. <laughs> none of that happened. Finally, he lets her go uh, use the bathroom. And uh, while they're gone, they start talking about her. That's when he says, Tess, I think we should kill her. I, I know yeah. I made that clear, but just in case it's it, it's vague at all. Stop I want to shoot her in the face. Stop,
2: stop talking about the kid like she has some sort of life in front of her.
1: I love the moment where she goes into the other room and she said, uh, good um, "Is there anything bad back here?" <laughs> and Joel said, "Just you." Um, <laughs>
2: ha ha ha! Very funny.
1: Love their banter. I
2: love the the little barbs
1: they have throwing at each other. And you're right. That was it. That was a great line. Um, and then they they start to eat food, and they offer her some, and she's like, "No, I got some." And they have like a shitty little piece of beef jerky, yeah, like fucking hardtack, and-, and she's <laughs> got a, like a fire ass chicken sandwich.
2: <laughs> she's pulling out a double down burger from KFC. And she's having such a
1: good time. A smart ass about everything. She's like, uh, "Yeah, Marlene got these from some smuggler or something." Guess it wasn't you guys. Um, <laughs> and she doesn't offer him. You a bite. ain't got no chicken. And then Tess says, uh, "And this is more of the test that I know. Joel and I aren't good people." We're not Mm -hmm. doing this to help you. We're doing this to help ourselves. Um, So I thought that was a rain and Ellie back in. Right. But ultimately they agree to keep her um, and she asked for a gun and They say no. She said, All right, I'll just throw a fucking sandwich at him, I guess. And she
0: admits that uh, there's doctors out west working on a vaccine. And that's why
1: she needs to be Mm -hmm. taken out there. That's the thing she was not supposed to tell anybody. I love Um,
2: the staging of that scene, too, because, you know, she's, she's, Ellie is telling them her story and the way they frame it. Because Joel, the whole time, is like, We've heard this song and dance before. Like, I don't believe it. Let's just kill her. Um, But then the whole time it's shot, Ellie's in the, The the rays of light are shining down on Ellie and Joel on the opposite side of the room is in the shadowed room. So it's like this very visual, pretty on the nose visual of like you know she is the future and Joel is
0: stuck in the past and he's he's dark she's light. I love that.
1: Mm -hmm. Very good, very good eye, Steve. Good
0: eye, Mike. Did you say the sandwich line? I I blacked out. Damn, it's so good.
1: Yeah, I (laughs) guess I'll just throw a sandwich at him. Um and they 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 go outside. We see a, an awesome reveal. Of <laughs> she the, starts
2: mimicking a clicker at one point. Too, oh right? yeah, she oh, starts yeah. pretending
1: if, to turn if, if to if fuck she, with Joel. She even twitches. He, yeah, like, and she goes. Aww. And I
2: love. It's such a good characterization of like she's not scared of him or anybody because he's like, yeah. If she so much as twitches, I'll shoot her. And she immediately is like, blah, blah, blah. yeah. And but, but also like, she's like, a kid. To test is like, do not. Yeah.
1: Uh, no. <laughs> that is not a good idea. He almost shot you. He will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if he had just went? Um. Yeah, you know she's a kid I'll so she's Twitch. she's trivializing the whole situation she's coping in her own way uh, but also ellie as a character for those who haven't played the game is very brave like mm-hmm. also will fuck it like she's not all there mm-hmm. you know <laughs> which is why we love ellie like she's she, precocious she she's her a child trip. but she will throw a brick in your face and stab you with her switchblade she will um So outside they see a bomb crater, which I don't think was in the game at all. Like, which it was really neat. Like they seem to have, Craig seemed to have thought about like what the government's response would have been. They
2: talk about bombing the city. Do they? Yeah. I don't remember. That's why
1: the buildings are leaning. I just thought like over time, you know, rust. Uh, It's because of the bombing. (laughs) No, no general upkeep bombing, huh?
2: It what? would take 125 years for those buildings to do that. I've seen uh, life without, or, uh, Earth Without People. Remember that documentary?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think it only <laughs> takes like 100 years for there to be like no trace of humanity at all.
2: No, it like, takes like 120 years for skyscrapers to start falling. Really? Yeah. That's not what my
1: biology teacher in high school told me. <laughs> that motherfucker had to have been smart to get that job.
0: Well, maybe, you're, maybe <laughs> your biology <laughs> teacher is right. And maybe planet Earth was wrong. at <laughs> high school. I was like, fuck, man now that I'm old and I know like I'm older than a lot of my teachers were when they were teaching They were just me, saying whatever. Like, they man. were just saying whatever. They didn't
1: know shit. Hall pass. Sure. You're going <laughs> to, who cares?
2: <laughs> Did um, you go to the same school as Ellie?
1: Basically. Not a very good school. <laughs> not a very good school. No, I'm, that teacher was cool. Though. It was a field bio teacher. Remember Mr. Oh yeah. I had a drug problem as most of my listeners know, but all the way back in high school even. And he was the kind of teacher that would like. Sell them to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was awesome no he would like pull me aside i remember one time he was i was like sniffling because uh, and he could tell i've been snorting stuff and he was like we, you doing coke and i was like you know not even, maybe a little bit you know because he was cool like that you could just tell he wasn't gonna like do anything about it and he's like you're shooting it and i was like what the fuck <laughs> you know i was like 16 you know yeah no, I, thought man.
0: That, I thought that dude was a creep
1: he probably was. I have no idea. Uh, but at that time in my life, at that juncture, wait, hold on. What it was really was- nice not to be judged. <laughs> <Okay>. What was <laughs> he
2: asked you, are you shooting it?
1: Yeah. What was the point of this conversation with him? dude? like the type har- of dude har- that he was. Harm reduction yeah. from his perspective was the point to make sure that he knew I he-, he knew he couldn't like tell me to stop or be that like admonishing elder, but he could see what I was on into and make sure I was experimenting in a safe way. Okay. He also did very strange things.
2: <laughs> the way you left that off was like, he went to it? sweat lodges. Use
1: using between your toes. <laughs> 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 so they decide there's the long way or the short way. And then somebody says, no, it's the long way or the we're fucking dead way. And then Ellie said, well, I guess the long way, <laughs> well, that's the long way.
0: <laughs> based on that limited information. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so they start walking up the freeway because it's a 10 minute walk to the state house. If it was unobstructed. Um, yeah, if it was straight. But uh, by the way, even straight, I don't think it's 10. It's more like a brisk walk mm-hmm. at 35. It looked pretty far away. But
2: 35. Fair enough. That was definitely a 10, 10 15 minute like walk. It takes like
1: 30 minutes, like 20 something minutes to walk one mile. It takes That's f- not a mile away. away. <laughs> it definitely looked like a mile to me. It was very far. Boy, was... I live in the city. All right. <laughs>
2: I know what these streets take to what? walk.
1: I've lived here my whole life. <laughs> I've literally hardly ever gone anywhere else. We could just be different at assessing distance. Maybe. But That's... from the rooftop after they got out of the museum, which they had already walked a long ways to, it looked really far away to me.
2: But they went the long way and then had to go back. But the museum was the short, short
1: way. way. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah
0: museum the short way. Yeah, because they said we should have went
1: this way to begin with. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to go wrong at all. Mm-hmm. We're not going to lose one of our party. Mm-hmm. Roll on. Which was a bad thing to say. It was bad juju. <laughs> so anyway, that uh, while on there, I thought it was a cool part. Tess starts to compliment Ellie. Like they start to kind of bond. You know, Tess and Ellie. And she's like, you know, you got some fucking balls on you, kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Going to that mall by yourself? Yeah. Wank. Yeah, because well, you asked a little Wank. bit of how she got the, had the bite, um, and then why did I write a a note?
2: There's a really nice thing where she's like, uh, Tess asks Ellie, is anyone going to come after you, your parents, your mom, your dad, boyfriend. And she's like, well, my parents are dead. And, uh,
1: no. no. Yeah. <laughs> Which if you've played the game, you know what that's alluding to it was a super cool moment. And then we hear a clicker shriek way off in the distance. They start to pick up their pace. She's asking questions about what kind of monsters are out here. Like, Hey, I'd, everybody that's tells stories. Yeah. Everybody says they're like hordes of them running around everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they're like, eh, they're, sometimes they exaggerate. Um, and she they ask her, they big ones that blow up with, in spores and shit. Yeah. And they're like, no, definitely not. But then she asked about someone with their head split open that they're can blind. see in the dark or something like that. Yeah. And they kind of just look at each other. And I, this annoyed me. Cause I'm like, why didn't they just give her really pertinent information about how to survive out here on the walk? Like instead of just glancing at each other knowingly, you know, yeah. cause they're like very so- shortly, like she needs that info. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. You yeah. could have just told her back there. Probably, I, I would think.
0: I defending them. She's a child, and it's like, yeah, it's super fucking scary, and we're probably going to die. You ready? Mm-hmm. You right? Know? Like, I sure. think.
2: I think in this moment, I agree with Andy. Like, they don't really need. to, They don't need to go into it. But at one point, when they're in the house later on in the episode, it's very clear they think they know what that is. They should be like, hey, so heads up. Yeah. Don't talk. Here's why. Yeah. Well, well there. Roll tide. See,
1: I think, I'm i thinking roll opposite. on whatever you say. <laughs> I, say. I mean, roll it's, it's like football. It it it, it roll tide, <laughs> roll because he's from Texas, you know, which is close to Alabama. Um, <laughs> ish? Did you go to the QZ school? I learned in high school. It's <laughs> right by. <laughs> um, it's picking this, but I actually feel like the opposite. Like in that moment in the house, Joel was panicking, whereas like you know, I have a nine-year-old son. If I was walking around an apocalypse, I'd be like, all right, Mason, here's what we do. Mostly you don't talk and they can't see you, but they can hear you. So that's why that's important. And probably we're going to die. Let's roll. Like it'd be something quick, but I would say something. You roll
2: know? time, dad. <laughs> <laughs> I have to poop.
1: Um, they get into a a hotel. Uh, I love the way that this I scene love the hotel. establishes, right? Like the frog playing piano is one of my favorite things ever. Yep. Because dic- it was like a creepy awesome. discordant note, and then you found out it was an anach- or not anachronist, a diegetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was the actual frog playing the piano, yeah. it's cool, man. And then just see that's the Craig Mason. You just see some ducks, live yeah, the best oh, yeah. life, <laughs> just, just <laughs> living their best Ooh, life. Ducklings, guess what? Don't care about us, fun guys, <laughs> floating around in sunglasses, like this is dope. They're gonna rule the earth in another couple decades. Oh, they know it, they know it. Um. We find out that Ellie cannot swim. uh, And then Joel makes fun of her. Said, okay, that doesn't apply here. And here's why. It's
2: it's waist deep water. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, And she starts playing around like a kid, like Ellie does from the games, you know, pretending to check into the hotel. um, Just, you know, having fun. Using her imagination.
0: You're a weird kid.
1: You're a weird weird kid. Which (laughs) is a really good comeback. (laughs) How'd you think of that? And then she finds a skeleton behind the desk, scares the shit out of her. Joel does come over to his credit to go help her. You know? Yeah. He's there's showing a really, some of his good nature.
2: There's a really good moment where he does help her. And then he kind of. Catches himself. You can really see he's kind of lingering on like, oh, you know, interacting with a small young girl reminds me of my own small young girl that is
1: dead. Yeah. He's trying not to think of his daughter, Sarah. He's mm-hmm. trying not to open his heart to that kind of pain ever again. Yeah. Right. Um, but Ellie busting through that barrier. Mm-hmm. Um And then they they end up going upstairs and uh, they they climb 10 floors and and Tess is completely out of breath and and complaining about it. And Ellie's like, it wasn't that bad. She says, you try climbing up 10 floors with our knees. And I like because in the game, you really easily forget because Joel is so badass and so capable. He's like a superhero because it's a video game. Mm -hmm. The, The dude is 56 years old. You know, right. and like the show is not shy about reminding you of that. Whereas in the game, I totally never registered that at all at once. Yeah. But like my dad was pretty heart, hearty and, and hail at 56 and like very strong. Um, So I I, I, I can believe that he's still so capable, yeah. but it's also like, damn, he's 56. 10, like, mm-hmm. 10 flights is a lot to anybody. Yeah.
2: And I saw an interview with, it might've been uh, with Mason, but he said that they wanted to humanize Joel a bit more from the video game. So in the interview... They said that Joel is deaf in one ear in the show, but that hasn't come up yet so far. Yeah, like a
1: gunshot or something?
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's just something that he said in an interview, and it hasn't popped up yet. I don't know if maybe it's something that will happen to him or what. I don't know. But the way he said it was like, yeah, he's old, so he's deaf in an ear. Yeah,
1: I love the character. I mean, really think about it. Even if you haven't played the game, you look at how the world is outside, and Joel has survived for 19 years in that world he went all the way from Texas to Boston at least that we know of right mm-hmm. at this point in the show and survived so he's got to be a capable person at the very least um so yeah we we go upstairs 10 floors and um they they see different doors locked uh one of the ways is obstructed when did that happen implying that they've been here before this is part of the path that they take all the time to do whatever it is that they do it was do. their long way it's their long way and
2: it has become an obstructed way
1: <laughs> not long now it's extra long Mm-hmm. Um, well nigh impossible and uh, he boosts Tess up because she says Ellie can't go because if she dies they get no battery for their car uh, She and so her job is to go around and unlock the door and while she's uh, finagling that, doing that, oh it's nasty up here I gotta clean this up, whatever she says <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a moment alone with Joel and Ellie where they get to try to bond a little bit Ellie's still put off by the fact that he wants to shoot her in the face so she's pretty guarded rightfully yeah. so But she does have curiosities asking about his life. He refuses to answer most of it. Um, He was more interested, he kind of initiates this conversation because she
2: starts playing with her switchblade. Oh, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool knife. Where'd you learn to do that? That's
1: not a knife. This is a knife. And he pulled out a bowie knife. It was weird. Mm, it was weird, yeah. He's like, call me Crocodile crocodile. <laughs> Joel,
0: uh, uh, <laughs> Joel D. Joel <laughs> D. But
2: does. yeah, but, but then when she starts to ask him questions, he, he he shuts off. Um he does tell her that he's from Texas. Tess is from Detroit. And which he is assumes Michigan. she doesn't know where Michigan is. <laughs> which
1: is pretty but funny. Th- I think that's cool, though. Like it characterizes him maybe as underestimating Ellie and being a dick, but at the same time, it's like this is how far removed from the world that we know right? that this world is, where so, a little kid could easily not know what Michigan is because yeah. there's no state lines anymore. No. None of that matters. None of it. Um, thanks for co-signing all that, Steve. I appreciate <laughs> you're, that. You're buddy.
2: welcome. I've been initialing after everything you write. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so <laughs> then eventually they're interrupted by Tess, who returns, opens the door behind Ellie. Um, and before that, though, they're the part of the conversation that's, that's cool, I think, or the most important to me was when Ellie was asking Joel about, you know, have you ever killed a, a clicker? Um, and he's like, I kill a bunch of them. Fuck, more on count. I'm a bad uh, motherfucker. And, and she's like, does <laughs> Does it ever bother you that they used to be people? And he's like, sometimes, right? Sometimes. So I think there's a, a lot of depth to Joel that they're they're starting to hint at um, and have been hinting at, but this is a big crack in his armor. Um, Tess returns, opens a path. There's a horde of clickers down below because she looks concerned and says, Hey, come here, look at this. Um, And that's when she tells Ellie uh, they're connected by those tentacles, those wires. And so you could step on uh, a cordyceps patch uh, a mile away and then a whole horde will be notified of your location. They'll come for you and you can be ripped apart, even though you're immune to the fungus. Um, And Ellie's like, fair enough, is what her look says. So they decide to might as well go the short way now. They double back to go to the, the Bostonian Museum. Um, they pull out. I, their-
2: I, I like how she mentions that um, there's such a larger horde now because they assume it's because people are trying to get to the QZ. Yeah, who maybe like be out in the in the wilderness and they're just trying to get to the safe quarantine zone, and the numbers of the infected just continually continually grow just because this uh, zone happens to be near them.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. we also learned in this previous scene um, that some of the cordyceps infected only ma- like walk like last a month or two. And yeah, Some and can last had, twenty years. Some been pretty different from the, the games. Um, they have a pretty set like progression, progression of, health of health illness. Health. Yeah, exactly. So that was interesting. Um, and maybe he's talking about bloaters and stuff that we know about. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. You know, times are tough. We just got through COVID, right? Everybody's been stuck in their homes for years. We're readdressing life itself. We don't know what's going on. We know that we need to get to the gym. I know I do. I know I need to eat healthy. I got to take vitamins. I got to take minerals. I got to go get a physical every six months or so. Sometimes I do it every two or three years just to see what will happen. But I know that I need to do it. But it's easy to sweep mental health under the rug. It's the only illness that tells you that you don't have it. And it's really difficult to start looking into. You know, you got to drive. Where do you find a therapist? Is there a therapist store? I don't know of one, but there is an app called BetterHelp. That'll help link you with a therapist to suit all of your needs. You can shop through hundreds, nay, thousands of different therapists and find one that helps you get through the day, that helps you address the problems that you're having. And if at any time you feel like they're not, you can easily switch therapists or stop at any time. Mental health has never been easier to access than it is with BetterHelp. Our own host, Steve, has been using it ever since we started being sponsored by BetterHelp. And he says that it has helped him immensely. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash streaming things. Any whoozle, uh, they double back, they go to the museum. There's more backpacks. They pull out their flashlights and stuff. Got to do that before you go inside. Ellie again says that she wants a gun and they he again denies her. Like mm. I have a free hand. Good for you.
2: Um, Oh, I thought she was uh, making a jest because Tess does that really cool thing where she's holding her gun, but then also the flashlight at the same time. So the flashlight's aiming where the gun is, you know, like a professional. Yeah. And Ellie was just clipping like, you know, I can hold the flashlight for you if you want. Like, I thought that's what that was.
1: No, I took it like one of my hands doesn't have a gun like hers does. I took it Chris's way too. Mm. And, uh, And he was like, I don't care. I thought she was just trying to be very helpful. (laughs) I'll carry both flashlights. I'll have the light for you. Um, so then they, they go into the museum. And then um, we
2: did find out that the tendrils in the museum
1: are bone dry, bone dry, bone yeah, dry. That was an interesting way to find that out. Like he grabbed yeah, it. Yeah. If, like if it wasn't, wasn't dry. Okay. It's wet. We got to go now. That's <laughs> well, my it was bad. Gray. It's a wet noodle. <laughs> it looked. We're actually dead.
2: <laughs> it looked like a dehydrated husk. It looked exactly how I looked like when we were doing stranger things. You, season four. So yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so they, they, they find a fresh body. At first, they're pretty excited because all the bodies inside are burnt out. I don't know if it was like a Molotov cocktail reference, which would have been a game thing. But uh, eventually, Ellie finds a, a freshie, uh, a pretty recently mutilated unburned. human, unburnt like Daenerys Targaryen. Uh, and then they f- they freak out. And they realize there's probably a clicker nearby. Um, and they start panicking. Ellie's like, what's going on? They tell her to be quiet. In fact, don't be quiet. Be silent. And the whole time he's pointing his AR-15 in her face and it was making me very <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, I I really- you be quiet. Yeah, be- Ellie, stop. Don't talk. <laughs> Joel doesn't have good trigger discipline, all right? I know. It's like, it's studied and, 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 Veteran as he is, you would think he would know not to point the I barrel of his rifle at the fourteen-year-old girl. I
2: don't think you necessarily have trigger discipline in the apocalypse, though, Chris. Yeah, I mean, she's infected. I knows.
1: mean, it's all common sense. Once you handle guns, you know, you point the mm-hmm. barrel at the ground, you keep your hand off the trigger. I guess I've seen this in movies. I've learned.
2: <laughs> we all know you are our local quartermaster who handles all weapons.
1: Yeah, the issue was that his flashlight was mounted to the gun, and he wanted to like look at her for the know. show. Like, use the flashlight on her face. So mm-hmm. it's like, also, the barrel's here. My bad. Um, <laughs> Anywho, they should have had Tess do that. It just made me uncomfortable. So they go upstairs for about uh, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It takes so long for them to get up this flight of
1: stairs. Cause they gotta go silent.
0: It's great. It's great. Don't get me wrong. It's just a
1: long. What's well, like in the game staircase. when you crouch and you barely push the joystick mm-hmm. to not alert the, the clickers, right? I do listen mode. And she steps on a crunchy something. hand.
2: Yeah, I liked the, some of the, um, uh, the information you get when they're walking up the steps because, like you said, she steps on a crunchy hand. And then there's that other body that has the cordyceps coming out of their heads. Yeah, like that the, was cool. Uh, yeah, it was really neat.
1: The environment was cool. I thought the tension of the scene was very high. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they get up there, the ceiling falls in as soon as they get through the door. And Tess has to kind of dive in and knock Ellie over, which, of course, alerts all of the clickers that are in the building. I think there's two. Mm-hmm. Now there's two of them. Now there are two of them. Uh, Phantom Menace reference. Mm -hmm. And uh, Joel honestly kind of drops the ball. I feel like (laughs) he fires a couple shots into the belly of the clicker, which, you know, if you play the game, you restart that encounter immediately. I I
2: do love the tension (laughs) of them hiding from the clickers as they're kind of, the clickers are, you know, doing a little shambly Uh, walk across and they're on either side of them. And Joel's trying to shush Ellie and he's mouthing like, they can't see. But they can't hear. Maybe I should have told you this downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) Or many times before this. Yes. (laughs) But
0: hey, uh, just be really,
2: really quiet. Oh, they're getting closer. I should stop whispering. I should stop whispering. Hey, can I get some of that chicken sandwich? (laughs) (laughs) Real quick.
0: Oh, really I'm nervous. be very open the wrapper very carefully though
1: what did you think of the clickers guys
0: got a chick A sauce <laughs>
1: i mean this is the practical um, effects the, the first time we've seen one look
0: amazing i was kind of disappointed at first i was really? like oh no that wasn't much uh, well, they do a, a cool thing where like you only see a little bit of them for the first like, I don't know, yeah, two th- minutes or yeah. so out of focus. Like, yeah, out of focus, just parts of their body, et cetera. And then like the first time, like it, you really get the shot of one. I was like, oh, OK. But then there was uh, very shortly after this, Joel kind of gets separated. And one like he turns a corner and one's right in his face. And it was scary. and he shines the light on Yeah, him. It yeah. was scary mm-hmm. as shit. And I was like, OK, they did good. Because in the
1: game, the first time you see clickers, uh, you die a bunch. Typically, if it's your first playthrough, because, you know, you're trying to figure out the, the fact that they echolocate you know, I'm talking about in that little, like there's three of them, I think mm-hmm. in that little tunnel and it's dark as shit. That's the the spot in the game. I stopped twice. Yeah. Cause I was like, man, fuck this. Real spooky. <laughs> I'm not going to admit I'm scared. I just don't like this game. And, uh, <laughs> this game sucks. so, I mean, I think the show for anybody who's uninitiated will, will have that same experience with this scene. And I think that even though Tess and Joel are so experienced in fighting these things, like their actual real terror, I'm terrified of them, um, shows through, you know, and you see Ellie, all that cockiness is, is gone. Um, um it's a, it's a really, really well done scene. I, I was very happy with it. And I liked uh, certain things that we'll talk about soon. Um, but out of all of this, Tess ends up getting a twisted ankle. Um and Ellie got bit again, which is really funny. Yeah, and I, I think, love that they did that. And she's like, well, if it was gonna be any of us, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's in the same spot as the other bite. Um, which I think took the place of the fact that um Joel is convinced by the fact that she doesn't have to wear a gas mask. And that's why they had her get bit a second time because because, there's no spores. And then you can
2: directly compare her bite that happens at the same time as someone else's.
1: They know for a fact when the bite occurred and what it came from. Right. Um, Which is interesting because you were wondering, like, I wonder how they're going to kind of do that, like, Joel's finally convinced maneuver without the spores. Mm. And I think this is our answer. They just have her get bit again. Hilarious. Um, Outside, he. Another one. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> outside he starts taping tess's ankle up because she got a sprained ankle again ellie just takes it upon herself to walk across the plank
2: well, i love it when they're like uh are you okay and she's like well i didn't shit my pants yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah <dude. laughs> and then he's like are you gonna be okay on that plank and she's like she just i mean after that those things this is just wood yeah um and it's it, it, all very well done but Tess loses her temper on Joel because he's a negative yeah. Nancy. She's, she's tired of a fused. shit.
0: And she, you know, has a clock ticking. Yes. But so also, like,
1: like, he is a negative Nancy. Yeah, but she's Shut like, up. You want to like, shoot the kid. I get it, bro. Oh, we my- We
0: all want to shoot a kid, all right? <laughs> but we can't today. <laughs> but so she's, like, now, like, immediately faced with her, her mortality and, like, the, the, the her world is ending. And so she's like, take the win or we- realize that we might be able to beat this thing. Talking about the world at large.
1: Yeah. The she needs some stuff. kind of optimism. And she's now.
0: like, yeah, she's about to die. She knows
1: it's so oh good. Now all she's thinking of is the fact that Ellie might be a cure for mm-hmm. people like her. Probably not fast enough for her to yeah. benefit. Mm-hmm. But do you think some small part of her is thinking maybe though, like if we get to the state house and there's, there's fireflies there, maybe they can whip it up right then and there. Maybe. sure
2: there's a tiny part. You know of what I her- mean? Like that's
1: why her panic, like we got to go stop mm-hmm. being a negative asshole, Joel. Yeah. Yeah. Very well done. Um, They take in the view for a moment. And then once they make it to the state house, they can't see any fireflies outside. And my assumption is they never planned on going inside. They expected them to be just be waiting there. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a truck there. That's a firefly truck that they can surmise. Uh, Joel finds carnage in the truck, dead bodies outside, some blood trailing from the truck inside that Ellie notices. Um, because again, Tess was told to wait with Ellie outside in like the, the bush area, but she's impatient. So she comes running up like what the fuck's going on? Um, she bursts into the state house uh, without any caution. And Dumbledore would have been extremely upset. Mm-hmm.
2: Should have used caution.
1: Definitely. Um, and there's a, tons of dead bodies inside. Joel's like, they fought each other. One of them was infected. The sick ones fought the well ones and everybody got, everybody, everybody lost. lost. Yeah. Um. So then Joel, again, being Joel. All right, let's go home. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which is so funny that that's his plan. Like you beat a guard that knows who you are. To death or almost to death? I'm not sure. Uh, to death. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, then it's safe. Yeah, then it's fine. <laughs> that guy's dead. Who's he going to tell? Yeah, Did he I, kill that guy? Oh, 100% he
2: killed that guy. Okay.
1: Yeah. He punched him a lot. Even if he
2: didn't kill that guy, that guy's
1: dead in like an hour or so. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> he got some some fungus sticking out of him. Uh, yeah, he wants to go home. It's over. Um, it's over, Tess. And she's like, it's definitely not. And eventually she's like, our luck had to run out sometime. And then, and then Ellie says she's infected. Fuck. Um, and he says, show me. And then eventually, yeah, she shows him on she's her collarbone. A a that's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Major bite. And then it they compare gross. it to Ellie's bite. And, and her, you know, they got them at the same time and look at Ellie's compared. She's fucking real. This is real Joel Real life. Uh, I've never asked you for anything ever do this for me. Keep her safe. Take her to Bill and Frank's house. They'll take her from there. You need to convince them. This is your chance. Save who you can. All the shit that we did. You can make up for it. Right. Alluding to their
0: past. Um, I also love that she uh, when Joel says we're going home she says that's not my fucking home yeah uh, it's like uh, again like her coming to terms with like the whole the world at large and being like why the fuck am I in Boston I'm from Detroit I don't even want to be here you know yeah. what I mean and like
1: this is just a lot that life has dealt me I hate Boston and, yeah. yeah, I don't even have a car it sucks. and if I did I wouldn't park it here
2: there's no good Dunkin Donuts here I'll tell you that much <laughs> Boyle
1: need some <laughs> 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 ah, 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 ah uh bill burr everybody so then uh you know they i think one of the infected pops up that's what happened yes. sorry i stuttered so much Joel shoots and, the shit out of it but he hits the tendrils by shooting it or he plucks their strings damn it yeah and a mile away a big horde is in the middle of a moss orgy
2: i love that shot of them all waking up oh, for their moss orgy <laughs> we got places to go yeah it's like uh, <laughs> i don't
1: know i did tim the toolman taylor there
2: you go there you i go.
1: don't think so tim
2: uh, but I do like we talked about this last week how the inf- the runners specifically have this. Uh, how fucking recently have, did you watch all improvement? They have big, be- <laughs> <was thinking> been <laughs> the same thing,
0: man. How do you guys know this shit?
2: Uh, it's, it's I called, watched it a lot, but holy it's shit! It's called having a memory where you retain things you should not be retaining. <laughs> you can tell
0: Steve didn't do. Drugs uh, so I was in about baseball. to say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, while well, you guys were being cool and snorting crack with your teacher, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Home Improvement and Zachary Taylor Thomas, All right, Jonathan. Jonathan Taylor Thomas.
1: There was a character
2: named Zach. That, yeah, that was his, the older brother, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway.
1: It was in a Treasure <laughs> Island movie on Disney.
2: I was just going to say that the runners have really, really big, happy dog chasing a ball energy, and that's why I love them. It's we're like, true. Paul? And they all go running after yeah. the ball. Paul?
1: Yeah. What did you feel better about? Because there's some runners in this clicker mix this time as well. And I know last time you talked about how in the game there's more of an element of the humanity inside the early infected showing through Mm -hmm. that maybe wasn't happening in the show as much. Did you reanalyze that at all or those feelings?
2: No, I still think they're kind of mindless still but I mean these ones have been laying in that orgy for who knows how long so yeah. I, th- I think we'll get that I think whenever. we'll have at
1: least one moment of that yeah I
2: think we'll have a moment when it's like a character we actually establish who they are and if they turn and then see how they like freshly turn act I think we yeah. can re- revisit that thought then. yeah
1: because in the game when you come across a newly infected thing it's like There's a horror to it like that they're experiencing like, (laughs) you know, where they're kind of fighting it. And we haven't quite seen that yet. I agree. Um, But, yeah, this was a very cool scene um, where essentially Tess says, hey, I'm going to hang back because I'm going to fucking die in like an hour. Anyway, you guys get away. Joel is kind of forced to agree to this after her speech and the situation that he's going to leave anyway. Um, so Tess pours some gas everywhere. There's a bunch of firefly supplies laying around, drops uh, grenades everywhere. And as the cordyceps zombies are running in, is trying to light her lighter and it won't light. Well, that's how they all ignore her yeah, at first. At first, yeah, yeah. And then one's like, Bleh. um. Kiss. <laughs> she clearly doesn't smoke a lot. It was annoying me because whenever your Zippo won't light, you have to close the lid and let it fill up with a little fluid, like the fumes a little bit to try. You know what I'm talking about, Andy? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't just keep the lid open and flick close the shit out of it. shake it a bunch. Yeah, but, do some. Um, I, mean, I mean, she's under duress. Mm-hmm. If you really want to get that thing to light, you got to know the tricks, lady. <laughs> <laughs> it could just
0: be a bad flint, though. I know. You know That's, I you're done. Yeah.
1: You're never going to have time to reload that flint. For real. Done. She could have just pulled the pin in one of those grenades, but that's, again, duress. Um, But yeah, incredible scene. Eventually, the guy French kisses her with his fungus. Oh, so fucked up. It was awesome, dude. It was terrifying. That's where I said, like, I'm fucking on board with these mouth tendrils now, because that was terrifying. Yeah, that was was awesome. I didn't really like it. (laughs) You weren't scared and grossed
2: uh, out? Oh, I was grossed out, sure, but also I- (laughs) like, last last episode, that was my fear. Like, I don't want these to be, like, some Cthulhu monster-looking tentacles coming out of people's mouths. And, like, that doesn't... That's, like, a hat on top of a hat to me uh, where you can just bite them. That's infected. Okay, we got it. And the fact that, like, he just slowly lumbers up to her and kisses her, there's, like, I don't know, there's a weird, like... Of course he's doing it to the one female character in the show. It was a little weird to me when I like I huh. like the idea better of they're all ignoring her because they know she's infected and they don't want to eat her now because like World she's, War Z. she's part of the team now. I like that a lot more than like That's what oh, you thought hey, was going on at first. Hey, we're cool, we're friends now. Let's let me get in there. Let mm-hmm. me put my tendrils up in your mouth.
1: Well, the idea is that, that guy is not thinking anything.
2: Oh, sure. Yeah. It's
1: the the fungus and it's only um objective is to spread. Sure, right? but it's already spread. And it's like orifice, right? Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't know that though, because it hasn't grown yet, right? Like her, it's in her blood, but.
2: I th- I thought it did know because like I said, they're all like ignoring her, except for that one who's like, ah, oh, we
1: better double down on this. Double I, th- infect. I don't know if they had noticed her. They're not but too bright. It was uh, the idea that I got. Mm. Now they are runners, so they're, they're not blind. Right. So they should have been able to just look. Clearly see her lighting a flint and yeah. failing. But I mean they were distracted maybe by Joel and Ellie running away ahead. Maybe. My I- only thing actually of all that was like a good 30 of them should still be chasing Joel and Ellie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess they turned she around to shit the bed. Like I guess they turned around like oh we're making out. <laughs> hold up Oh hold up we Orgy's or- back <laughs> on orgy. yeah, we're back Orgy's, on boys Orgy's back
2: on guys I guess
1: meat's back on the menu
2: <laughs> Who wants to turn off the lights and play the game Let's feel our tendrils everywhere <laughs> Who wants to lie down on the floor and roll
0: around as one <laughs>
1: You don't have to raise your hand, Carl. We keep telling you that it's it's a hypothetical we use to kick things off. Uh, Eventually she gets the Zippo lit and we, we see from Ellie and Joel's perspective outside as the the museum, the state house blows up and that's the end of the episode, which brings us to our fireflies, right? Our top three favorite moments of the episode. Steve, what is your number three? My
2: number three is Ellie just being a kid in the hotel. Like that was a very Mm -hmm. hard, some of my favorite moments in the games is just when Ellie has those brief moments where she's just a kid and the world sucks. It's a horrible environment to be in. But even in the face of all that, she's still just a little kid and she's still doing kids shit and just her kind of playing with the bell, like, excuse me, sir, I'd like some room service. And then there's a frog playing the piano back there. (laughs) There's ducks, ducks, this whole, scene was, this whole scene was like, hey, you know what? If you just put an R2-D2 in this scene, it'd be like just tailor-made for Steve right there. Hmm. Bing, bong, boom. Bang, bong. Yep. That's my number you three. You made
1: it.
0: Bing, bong. <laughs> oh,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you're number three.
0: Uh, my number three is uh, the reveal of the clickers. And most specifically that around the corner shot with Joel, uh, with the one holding the flashlight up in his face. It was- terrifying it was so good i was afraid that it was going to be too much of a it's just another zombie type of acting for it but it felt like the game and i actually the more i think about it, the more i like the mouth tendrils and stuff because it makes them stand out even more from just like zombies, zombie yeah. that happens to have some mushrooms growing on it um but yeah zombies zombie reveal
1: amazing my number three is uh Essentially the hotel, but I narrowed it down a little more to Joel and Ellie talking. Um, I think it's a really special moment that's important. Ultimately, this game is about those two characters um, having to rely on one another. They both fill something in the other one's life that they desperately miss, that they desperately need, and that they're afraid both that they'll never have again and that they will have and might lose it again. And so it's... uh, you know, they are, they are the therapy dog for one another, you know, without knowing it and you get to see them start to connect and play off one another in a, in an intimate way, because now, you know, Tess isn't around. So they're both being a little more vulnerable than normal. Um, and I think it's a very special moment that works very well. And it, it indicates a lot of the the stuff, the beats that we're going to get to come. Uh, Steve, what's your number two? Uh,
2: my number two Firefly is uh, Tess and Joel interrogating Ellie in the very beginning um, I love that because you you get some of the interplay between um, Ellie and Joel, their little playful antagonism, like he's throwing the magazine at her. Yeah, um, she's eavesdropping on them while she's in the bathroom, which is you know indicative of, of what Ellie is as a character. But then you get to see a little bit more of what Tess and Joel are all about. He's a very much a hardlining survivor, and Tess is like, hey, you know what? Let's let's hear the kid out. You know, we at least we can do this job, and we get our batteries. Put your personal feelings about this whole uh, endeavor aside. Um, and then, and then you get the sandwich stuff. It's all funny. And then, like I said earlier, the, the visual sort of, um, metaphor of the two of them, like the, the light and the dark was like really kind of a cool, like, I love it when I know that's kind of on the nose, but I love it when
0: cinema kind of visually uses the medium like that. Yeah. Andy. Good. Um, number two is, uh. Basically the whole opening, uh, Ibu Ratna and the, Mm. uh, mycology, her, I loved, uh, especially, uh, her sit down after she saw the, uh, the spores and stuff or the tendrils coming out of the mouth and stuff like they give her a cup of tea and, uh like her hand starts to shake and stuff and she starts to try or starts to cry. She has to set down the cup and saucer and basically says, you need to bomb the city. I need to go home and be with my family. Like this is fucked. Wait for the bomb. Uh, it was incredible. It sets set the stakes so well. And, you know, oftentimes I think in uh zombie movies, uh, if they try to establish a origin, it's done poorly. And usually they don't do it at all. And that's why. Uh, but I feel like this one, the ground was set perfectly uh, in the first episode and uh, they carried through with it in this episode as well. It also felt a lot like Chernobyl, um, like with uh, her like sitting in the lab and like looking at the it almost looked like some of the same sets. Uh, it, it was really cool. Um, so it, 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 I got big Craig Mazin vibes from this mm-hmm. The opening.
1: It's good stuff. Yeah. When I heard because Jimmy called me, he was on the show last week. Jimmy called me and said, I think they're going to talk about the origin of the, the fungus in today's episode. And I was like, Oh no, don't do that. Yeah. Um, Cause it usually does go wrong, but it, they did it very well. Um, my number two is the kiss, uh, <laughs> the fungus kiss, mm-hmm. that whole scene. I think that uh, Anna Torv obviously uh, crushed it as, as Tess, And that's a very, very close to the way it goes down in the games and very different in other respects. Um, but I was, I was really happy with some of the changes and while maybe it doesn't make sense for what I know about these cordyceps walkers, Mm -hmm. um, with the, the way, you know, how they function with the fact that they didn't notice her. And then it goes up to stick its tendrils in her mouth or whatever, just the sheer horror. You know, I thought of it from Tess's perspective. Um, you know, the thing's disgusting. You don't want it anywhere near you, but then it's like on your mouth and it's like assuming I'm assuming it's going down her throat and all around and Mm -hmm. punching holes in the roof of her mouth and all that. You know, it's just terrible going up her sinuses and she's it's, it did what it was supposed to do, whether or not it makes logical sense or not. It terrified me. It made me extremely uncomfortable. Um, so that's why it's my number two, Steve, your number one favorite moment of the last of us episode two,
2: uh, hands down. It was the clicker encounter. Um, I thought the tension in that scene was incredibly well done. The clickers look amazing. Uh, the the actors that are in those suits, the way they're moving around is so unique to that type of character. Yeah. The, the type of zombie. They got the
1: herky jerky. They got the
2: herky jerky. Even when they like fall on the ground, they still like kind of yeah. do it. Uh, and 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 you know, Andy's already alluded to that shot where Joel's quietly trying to load his bullets, and he looks he looks around the corner, and it's just right there, and it doesn't realize he's in front of it. That's, that's so creepy. And I, I, I'm really looking forward to like in the future, if we, if we have more clicker encounters, like the stuff you can do with that type of monster that can't hear you is so interesting. Uh, And there's a part where Joel and Ellie kind of regroup halfway through. And it reminded me of the Raptor scene from Jurassic Park, where they're like kind of hiding behind the the counter trying to hide away. And then and I love how was it Joel that stepped on glass? Yes. Yeah. So Joel steps on glass and that thing is on them in a fucking second. Like yeah. it just leaps around the counter. And it's already on him. And that and it, it, it's so violent and scary, that type of monster. And I think they
0: really crushed it uh in the scene. So I, that's my number one. Yeah. Andy, you're number one. Uh, my number one's the tendril kiss for a lot of the reasons that you said it was fucking terrifying. And um, I, I understand like icky in some ways, if you think about it in uh, certain lights uh, and I get that. But as far as like establish um, a horror monster for, in a way that you've never seen before uh, and do it with a beloved franchise that means so much to so many fucking people uh, that that it's a bold fucking change to do something like that Mm -hmm. and uh, for it to be that affecting and uh, to get such a genuine horror chill out of it uh, sold me on the show in a way that I didn't realize I still needed. So yeah, good shit.
1: Awesome. Um, My number one is also the clicker encounter. Again, like I said, I think the first time you encounter those those creatures in the game, it's a landmark event in your life. Um, (laughs) And I think that this has high fidelity uh, with people experiencing the show for the first time as far as effectiveness. But that's the end of our Fireflies segment. Now it's time for... Pills, pills, baby. <laughs> I was trying to tee you up because I know you'd love it, buddy. I thought you were going to say the, the title, "Bullets and Pills," and then, yeah. and then I would do it. This time I want to you do just, it with you, but you just skipped it. I want to do it with you. It's time for bullets Wait, and three, pills. Two, one,
0: pills, oh, baby.
1: Man, sorry. Maybe next. We're episode. all on the Man. same page. <laughs> <laughs> we finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> You can tell we've been doing this together for five years, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> In sync, like yeah, Justin Timberlake Brooklyn and quote? Lance Bass.
2: I can't remember. Finish probably. Yeah. <laughs> Let's
1: go rapid fire around the room, starting okay. with Steve and then to Andy, and we'll just name one. And if you have one left that re- hasn't been mentioned yet, knock it off until we run out. Well, Maybe. it's kind
2: of it's kind of funny when uh, they're talking about you know oh you hear stories about what happens beyond the wall and I think Andy might have brought this up the the infected that throw spores at you mm-hmm. and that's obviously an allusion to the enemy type uh, bloater in the game um, and I thought that was just kind of funny that they they talk about how it's throwing spores and they're like this sounds fucking stupid yeah, I People
1: wonder if they're not going to use bloaters in the show is what is that what this means There's a
2: there are definitely bloaters in the show because in the trailer there's a bloater. Um, um, but I don't obviously I don't think it'll be throwing spores spore at people. Grenades, so that yeah. might be the thing where they're like throwing spores? What yeah. fucking bullshit is that? There's uh-huh. no spores. <laughs> Yet. It's good. They throw tendrils. Just like <laughs> just like balls of spaghetti tendrils yeah. at people. <laughs> well, it's
1: weird because like the early ones will kiss you and then like the bloaters will eat your ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I couldn't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> shit. I don't hate this. All right, my turn. Um
0: uh Joel helping Tess over the rubble, giving her the leg up. Yeah, dead on, like the you know, it's you're you're you have you a do it thousand deep, times in the game. Yeah. So it was exactly the way he did it in the game.
1: Um, the entire hotel lobby. Yep. Uh is the scariest part of the first game, in my opinion. Um, I think it's in the basement of the hotel lobby where you have to start the generator and the two bloaters run in or the bloater runs in. Mm-hmm. Hated that so much. Hated it. Oh,
0: when you said the lobby, I thought you were talking about like Ellie uh, going and hitting the room service. All of that. But yeah, yeah, like oh, that. Yeah. I just meant also that, that of the level
1: game. of the game is iconic, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, they go into a hotel in the game. She does the whole sequence where she dings the bell and pretends oh. to be a guest, all that stuff.
0: Can't swim. Um, I think Joel yeah. looks at the coffee machine longingly in that scene as well. I think so. Yeah. Goddamn, Miss Coffee. Mm, yeah. Mm. It's
2: black. Um the there's a lot of scenes that happen almost shot for shot or at least very at least a shot in a scene that's directly lifted from the game but the 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 scene when um Ellie and Joel are kind of on the rooftop and they're looking at the Capitol building that's directly lifted from the game. That's a shot that's there. And that's actually something like that all Naughty Dog games do. The
1: like, L3 thing where no, they look?
2: No. the uh So even Uncharted games do this where if there's a level and you're going to end up at a building, you can always see that thing off in the distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this whole episode, they could see the, the Golden Dome of the Capitol building off in the distance no matter where you are in the level. Like I yeah. think they even see it when the, the two buildings are leaning against each other. Um, and that's something that you do in the games. Like you will see the two buildings leaning each other, but often the great distance is the yellow dome building. Yeah. You get through those two buildings. Oh, the yellow dome building is closer now. And that's something that, uh, Naughty Dog games are really good about is just being able to kind of, you could see where you're going to go at all times. And I like that they kind of
1: kept that, uh, in the show as well. How great of a distance would you say the dome is you think?
0: Uh, at least a ten minute Maybe like walk a mile instructed. or something.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh my last one is just uh kind of kind of a cheat. Um when uh Joel gets separated from everybody uh and he sees the iconic shot that I was talking about before. When he turns around the other corner, he gets back up with Ellie. The way that they crouch with him, uh with the gun up and her right behind him is Plucks straight out of the game. Yeah. Like it'll change sometimes throughout the game. And it's so organic the way that it's done where like, sometimes she'll be like kind of undercover, like in front of you. And sometimes she'll be right behind you. And it, it just looked fucking perfect.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You oh, can yeah. switch shoulders too, yeah. which I never did. Uh, I'm sure it's handy, but I never did that. Um, the plank, uh, mm-hmm. like several times in the game, it's a mechanic where you have to, conveniently set a plank between two buildings or, or between two uh, pedestals or whatever. And it's always one land nearby. You got to go pick it up and, and find the right spot for it. And the fact that the plank was there, maybe giggle uh, just a little nod to the only way to traverse in the last of us world, Steve.
2: Uh, I don't know if this counts, but like just the whole Ellie bringing up the mall that she, was I wrote that to too. that would be condemned. Uh, I'm not sure if that counts. Um, but the other one, I, I don't know if it counts, but just the fact that they're in that museum, the Boston freedom museum, yeah. that's, that's a whole big level in the game is taking place in there. And it's kind of neat that they still have like all the glass cases with like the old flint locks yes. and shit on display as, and I, they use that as the uh, clicker encounter mm-hmm. in the show is, is really neat.
1: Uh, the state house too, is almost mm-hmm. identical to the way it looks in the game. Yeah. Let's get that. done. Uh, I wanted to talk to you guys too. I I have a few more cause I wrote down literally everything, but I think I have three more. Um, But in the state house, when Tess dies in the game, she, she's fighting humans, right? Hunters Fed, or Fedra.
2: I thought it was Fedra. I don't know. I can't
1: remember. They're definitely not zombies. They're humans,
2: right? Cause it, she fights humans, but that brings zombies to them. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I remember Cause she's Tess- like, I'll
1: stay back. And you hear her shooting her gun and them shooting back and shit. She
2: gets shot and killed. Yeah. yeah.
1: I just want to make sure that's what I thought I remembered. Um, another one I have is the glass. Uh, in the game, it's actually pretty advanced for 2013. Mm-hmm. Like if you walk over like crunchy glass on the floor, it'll alert a clicker to your presence or later a creepy dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was super cool that they they did that. I think it's intentional.
2: Mm-hmm. I just, I do like how he steps on the glass and the camera's like,
1: yeah, glass. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Andy, do you have any more? Um, uh, this is sort of cheating, but the electric tape that he used. Oh, yeah. Uh, to- 100% per foot. Okay.
1: Because you got to find tape a bunch in the game. Mm-hmm. If you get I, scissors and some tape, you will have a a much longer lasting melee weapon.
2: I need yes. I need cloth and some tape, and then I heal myself. Exactly. Right. Just, I, I, I got bit, my backpack. I go. I got bit in the leg, but I'll wrap it around my forearm. Joel's forearm is the only thing that ever gets hurt in those games. Chris, you said you had a couple more.
1: Um, you say you said the view because the L three view thing was what I was thinking. Oh, the crouch. You said the Jurassic Park thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the move in the game. You gotta you gotta crouch and then Ellie will run up real quick and crouch behind you. Yeah, that's what um, I was
2: or Andy was talking about.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, as a game thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I thought it was only mentioned. I'm begging I you to know. listen to the show. I'm begging you. Well, I, th- <laughs> I think it's funny in the games. It's one of the only like really clunky things in those games. It's like when you get spotted or almost spotted, like ooh, you run noise. real quick to hiding. Mm-hmm. Whoever you're with, like your dud partner, will still be right in the middle of eyesight of nine hunters, like yeah. acting like they're sneaking to get with you. And then they behind you and it's like, yeah, we're dead. They know yeah. you're here. There's some I think really you funny, should go somewhere else actually.
2: There's some, really, there's some really funny clips where like Joel's like hiding behind a table and there's a clicker like, like right in front of him and Ellie's just like runs directly past the clicker <laughs> to get next to you. It's really funny. It reminds me
1: of uh way back in the day in Nintendo 64 when you played Goldeneye. Do you remember that game? Oh, do I remember Goldeneye? You're, of course. The But the AI was so bad. Yeah. Natalia Like my dad was in his fifties trying to play that with me and he would always angrily shoot her and stuff, like, (laughs) she's stupid. And I'm like, Dad, it's look at the graphics though. It's three D. Calm down.
0: down. We'll never get better graphics Of course she can right? (laughs) For real. (laughs) Of course she doesn't know how to open a door. That's crazy, Dad. Dude, escort missions and games were the worst for fucking ever. And then Mm. finally somebody was like, just make them
1: invincible. And, like, that that's fixed everything. (laughs) But still frustrating. Come on. That's a wall. (laughs) My last... uh, Pills, baby! Um,
2: I don't know if this even counts, but I I like the idea of it possibly counting. So when he throws her the magazine in the beginning, uh, didn't Ellie collect... Oh, comic books. Comic books yeah. She does. So I don't know if that's like kind of a, a nod to that or not, but
1: maybe I like to think there was something is, in yeah. there. Like you saw a page, but I didn't get to focus yeah, on I it. Couldn't focus I'm on sure that. it'll be on Reddit and oh, it's already there. I'd be like Oh, this confirms the, the the flower plot. Oh, this is actually an Easter egg for quantum mania. <laughs> here's why. Here's my 300 page dissertation. That brings us to our outbreak performance. Our favorite performance of the episode, Steve, Lay it on us, buddy.
2: Before I tell you what my Outbreak performance of the week is, I want to give a little shout out to- uh, My boy,
1: Ray Ray, back home.
2: Back home on the ones and twos. Back <laughs> <and> the boys. <laughs> you know, I want to give a shout out to an honorable mention uh, for Christine Hakim, who played uh, the doctor at the very beginning. Uh, what was her name? Ibu, Ibu Ratna.
1: Ibu Ratna. She's incredible. I almost gave her my Outbreak performance. Yeah, I almost did too. I really considered it- um, I'd seen Andy was talking about with the T is yeah. when I wrote her name down. I was like, oh my God.
2: But there were a lot of there were two really really great and well everyone's performing wonderfully but I was really impressed with uh, Christine Hakeem but then also Anna Torv I think really uh, did a great job in this episode too like the way as Tess as Tess the way you can kind of see her kind of you know she's she's bartering with Joel the whole time but then when you she realizes that she doesn't have she's been bitten that you know and she, and she's like Joel what please do this mm-hmm. to, for me I've never I've never asked you for anything you can just see. And then when she snaps on him, I'm like, this isn't my fucking home. Like, oh man, like that's, that's a really powerful line delivery.
1: So mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to give it to Anna Torv. I think I'm pretty confident we all gave it to Anna Torv. Right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. all Andy. For all those reasons talking very uh, animatedly about how good her performance was earlier. So well, that changed my idea. mind. I'm
2: giving it to Christine Hakeem. Woo! <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, Anna Torov crushed it. That was uh, all the emotional weight that it needed to be. Andy, is there anything else you want to say about Anna or the show in general this episode?
0: I love Anna. I love the show. And I love you.
1: And I love you. Get it? Aww. Uh-huh. Um, thank you all for tuning in. I'm so happy Andy was here. We're all yeah. back together again. We bear bears, um, which is a cartoon my son watches. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> There's three of them. Maybe that's what I meant. Maybe
2: three little bears. That's us.
1: Tune in next week. Speaking of three <laughs> for our coverage of the last of us episode three. I don't think we know the title yet, or at least I don't uh, again, email the show at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. You can DM me on Instagram at movies, our therapy. You can follow us on Twitter at streamthingpod. We love you all very much. We hope you enjoyed that very much. Steve, you got anything you want to say in parting?
2: Yeah. Stay, stay tuned. Wednesday is the finale for our Harry Potter marathon. We mm-hmm. cover deathly Hallows part. Two. Dude. uh and then uh Mad Max Fury Road won the bonus uh episode yes. poll for patrons if you would oh, like geez. to hear us review Mad Max Fury Road become a patron at patron.com/streaming things uh we will also be releasing a video uh for our patrons uh where we play cards against potter which is like cards against humanity but uh, Harry Potter themed in celebration of uh, the Harry Potter marathon closing.
1: wildly inappropriate
2: super <laughs> inappropriate uh yeah it, but it was a fun time It was.
1: Yeah. And then we had cake and we got cordyceps. That's all the time we have for right now. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. And this was streaming things The Last of Us. This month, we got some new patrons to thank. We are so thankful, so grateful to all of you who throw your hard-earned monies our way. Money, money, money. Monies. We got the new Try Before You Deny producers, Jose Ruben Cruz Rodriguez and Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car. That is actually their <laughs> Christian name. I can't imagine. the. Does that fit in a library card? Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car. Yes, because in a Barbie car is, is put as a last name. So Okay, what's the middle initial? I thought uh, N was the middle initial. No, you're right. I it was like Rabbit Dog N. don't think in that part of the world wherein Rabbit Dog hails there is a middle there name. A mountain time yeah yes for sure in the marty b vip producers category we've added node ks charlie friday that's not real it might be that's awesome be. you were named after a secret agent and i love it heather joe sheila huff um sheila I, i'm so sorry in advance i'm gonna try my best niame mcdyer and micah tybee Micah Tybee. Micah Tybee? I was reading
0: I that one before. And I, I, Ethan yeah. Gregory. <laughs> I got that one.
1: Casey McNatt, Nicole Herring, and Daisy JT. And in the chocolate pudding producers, we've added Meddler on the Roof. Love it. Lane Crawford, Christiana Saya, Blaze King, Ellie Montiranta, Randy F., Carrie Jared, Carrie Gerard, Carrie Jared, Carrie Gerard, Tyler Sowers, Cadet. Alyssa Anderson, Sabra Watkins, Jade Spade Marmalade, and Nerys Martinez. And in the Friends Don't Lie producers, we've added Mike and Sheila. And I, again, apologize to anyone whose name (laughs) I did not pronounce correctly. Uh, I did my best. My heart was in it. I feel like Mike's going to be like, it's McKay. (laughs) It could be. It could be. Thank you all so much. We love you.